This is Conversations on Discipleship with Father Adam Streitenberger from St. Gabriel Catholic Radio and Diocese of Columbus Media. Welcome to Conversations on Discipleship. I'm your host, Father Adam Streitenberger. With me today is Pat McNulty. Pat is the Associate Director for University and Young Adult Evangelization for the Diocese of Columbus. Welcome, Pat. Yeah, thanks for having me. Super Great excited. to have you. Uh, let's start uh, with a prayer in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Heavenly Father, um, we're grateful for all the wonderful things that you are doing in the Diocese of Columbus, um, how your Spirit has been at work um, these many years, and um, how um, he, he remains at work in the present. We ask, O oh Lord, that you bless um, all of those ministries and lay apostolates in our parishes um, in their work of the new evangelization. We ask this through Christ our Lord. Amen. In the name of the Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Amen. So, Pat, your uh, position is relatively new in the diocese. Um, we used to have an office of youth and young adult, um, but sometime back during um, Bishop Brennan's days, um, they kind of uh, split that up. Mm-hmm. Um, but then also, um, you know, a lot of people don't realize how many higher educational facilities and communities there are in the diocese. So your position was kind of created as part of the evangelization plans um, of the Diocese of Columbus to address really this need. So um, just recently you've you've come here to Columbus. Yeah, just came, uh, as we were filming this, about a month back, so just moved back. Uh, I had lived here previously, but yeah, just moved back to Columbus, and I'm enjoying it a lot. Awesome. Um, And we'll get into kind of more of how you have come here to Columbus and in all of those things. But as we always do with conversations on discipleship, and I should point out, this is not your first time. This is not your first rodeo, (laughs) um, as they say. Um, (laughs) But actually, when you first came to Columbus many years ago, or three years ago, um, you, in fact, we did a, a conversation on discipleship. I think it was just one episode was, or two. Yeah. yeah. So um, anyway, um, but as as per our custom, you know, we like to hear your story, how of, how you came to know the Lord um, and how He worked in your life. So maybe you could share that with us. Absolutely, yeah, I'd love to. Yeah. So I grew up uh, actually just outside of Denver. Um, grew up in a family that's um, very devout. Um, very religious family, and my dad served on parish council. My mom worked in the parish for a while as the parish secretary. So I was always exposed to the faith, around the faith, um, yeah, all through growing up. Um, but throughout kind of high school, um, kind of leading through high school, I came to learn pretty much everything about the faith, but I didn't really ever meet Jesus. Um, yeah, I could say I knew everything, uh, but didn't know Jesus. So um, going off to college, I, I went to college specifically to get a degree. That was the goal. Um, yeah, I wanted to get a good degree, then go make good money. So I knew that while I was in college, I didn't want to get distracted from that. But I also knew that I needed some friends. So I was like, well, I still go to church on Sundays, so I might as well make church friends because I don't think they'll uh, get me into too much trouble. Uh, and from there, just yeah, started to encounter the faith and see people who actually really lived out the faith well. Um, and then one weekend, because all my friends were church friends, there was a, a retreat um, that I decided to go on. Um, so I went up on this retreat, and there I just realized the gravity of the faith, that either Catholicism is everything or it's nothing. Um, and just in realizing that, I realized I had to make a choice to go one way or the other. I couldn't keep living a life of 
knowing about the faith and just showing up on Sundays, but not really conforming the rest of my life to it. Um, yeah, and so from there, just started to pursue, yeah, growing in virtue, um, growing in chastity, um, yeah, and just growing in my life of prayer um, and getting to know the Lord. Um, yeah, so and it was a beautiful time throughout college, um, getting to know the Lord. And after college, I moved on to serve with the Fellowship of Catholic University Students, uh, where I went moved to um, first to Ames, Iowa, and then here to Columbus to serve at different college campuses uh, and encountered the college students there. Awesome. Um, thank you for sharing that. And I think, you know, maybe we can kind of parse some of these things. Yeah. So um, you grew up, did, did you go to Catholic schools or was it public uh, education? I went to Catholic school through sixth grade, switched to a public school um, in seventh grade. So and then probably like there. parish catechesis. Mm-hmm. Yep, absolutely. Um, you know, so as you describe your faith kind of in high school before college and before this retreat experience, um, you know, it seems like you you believed the things which the church proposes um, yeah. for our belief. Would you, I mean, a lot of people describe that maybe as an intellectual faith. Is that how you would describe it? Yeah, I think I definitely had an intellectual faith, just, yeah, understanding all everything that the faith taught. Um, but when it came to seeing who God was, I think I kind of saw him as a giant rule giver. Um, so I knew all the rules. I knew what to follow and what to do, but I didn't really see God as a father. I didn't see Christ as someone who came to give me life. Um, I saw it more as, yeah, a set of rules. Um, I remember in high school thinking, I just have to get lucky um, and go to confession right before I die, um, and then I'll be set. Like, that was kind of my thing. Was I kind of viewed my life as a giant whiteboard that God wrote down every sin, and then every time I went to confession, he wiped it clean. So I was like, well, hopefully I just strike gold and uh, get to confession right before death, and then I'm set. And go every day or something like yeah. that. Yeah. Well, the problem was I wasn't going every day. So, you know. <laughs> the... Um, you know, it's it's interesting if we can kind of um, bask in this, you know, this idea of intellectual faith. So I think a lot of people, well, I shouldn't say a lot of people, but there are some people who are are well formed catechetically. Mm-hmm. They um, they're taught the truths of the faith, which does which is very important, and that helps us clearly, I think, to understand what we're doing and what our faith is about. Um, but there is a sense where, um, you know, and, and I think we almost see that, so for instance, with COVID, mm-hmm. when the COVID shutdown happened. Mm-hmm. So there was a 25%, at least a 25% decrease in mass attendance mm-hmm. when we came back. For, like, yeah. And that's, that's now, like, post-Omicron, kind of, yeah. we're still 25% down. Um, and I, sometimes I wonder that... Those people, they knew that they were supposed to go to Mass, but then they fell out of the habit. Mm-hmm. Or perhaps Absolutely. even something like the trauma of of dealing with a pandemic and the shutdown and everything messed with them, that Absolutely. their faith was messed up. And, you know, it almost seems to me that if our faith is just sort of intellectual, that we accept these truths and these principles and these rules, it's it's very weak. Mm-hmm. Um, Absolutely. I don't know, when you were in high school, prior to this sort of deeper faith, you know, through this encounter in your retreat, I mean, did you see that as part of your experience that, you know, it could be weakened or... Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's easy to show up at Mass on Sundays, but there's definitely a a difficulty in following all the truths of the Church. And maybe going to Mass on Sundays is the one that you find difficult, but it could be any of the teachings of the Church. And when you come down to the moment of choice of, you know, which way am I going to go? Am I going to pursue the Lord and what he teaches, or am I going to pursue, um, you know, the, the world and the devil? Um, 
you know, knowing all the right answers doesn't get you very far. It comes down to what you care about and what you really are pursuing. Um, yeah, one thing that really convicted me is someone once said, you know, the devil is a great theologian. You know, the devil knows all this stuff too. He, he knows all the truths of the church, but he chooses otherwise. So, you know, we can know everything, but when it comes down to the moment of choice, um, yeah, we have to make a choice to go one way or the other. And yeah, the intellectual can only carry you so far. Um, yeah, and our faith really is about relationship with Christ. You know, I compare it to, um, I'm married now, which is great, but it's like I can study my wife and figure everything out about her. But at the end of the day, I actually have to have a relationship with her and stick with her. Um, and when difficulties arise, it's not, you know, me knowing things about her that keeps me there. It's that our relationship is strong and founded on something solid. It also, and, you know, something that also strikes me about this, too, is, I mean, you know, you know, you could kind of approach, you could, we could analyze faith or someone's faith or their story from, you know, sort of a phenomenological study of who they are. But the one thing that we have to always keep in mind is grace, you know, which is, is something immeasurable. And because I know some, um, some people who, you know, were raised in a, de- a, a decent Catholic family. They, they knew enough about the church's teaching, but they were able really to live a very stellar Christian life, um, a very virtuous Christian life, um, despite really having, you know, a, sort of a subpar or at least not an, you know, an optimal formation. And, it, and I attribute, and they attribute it, you know, in my conversations with them, they attribute it really to sort of a grace, you know, so a superabundant grace that that carried them even through that bad formation. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, grace is that free, undeserved gift that the Lord gives to us. And yeah, I think that, you know, above, um, above knowledge, the question that we should be asking ourselves is how much am I cooperating with grace and how much am I rejecting it? Um, you know, the day that I came to realize how important the faith was. I was in adoration, but I had been in adoration many times before. I, I went to a Catholic school where we went to adoration, which was awesome. But, you know, each of those times I, I prayed a little but didn't have a breakthrough moment. But that day there was a breakthrough moment, and I think it's because earlier that day I'd gone to confession, and it was the first time in a while that I had gone um, kind of on my own accord. I have a great Catholic father who would make me go um, every Lent at least. He would wake me up early on spring break and say, we're going to confession right now. And I didn't have any excuses because it was too early for my friends to be awake. So I couldn't say, uh, I'm hanging out with people. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so I mean, earlier this day, I, I go to confession. I go of my own accord and, and have that contrition. And yeah, that cleared the way um, for grace to be able to work and have that breakthrough moment. So, and yeah, that can carry us through bad theology um, or bad formation all the time. You know, and and as we um, kind of t- um, come closer to the end of this segment, I did want to kind of bring up something also from your conversation, and we'll probably bring it up into the next segment as well, but, and that, that is this idea of one, you know, even with this sort of intellectualized faith, what is one's impression of who God is? So um, we'll talk about that um, in a, in a, in our next segment. But uh, you've been listening to Conversations on Discipleship. I'm your host, Father Adam Streitenberger. With me today has been Pat McNulty. Pat is the new Associate Director for University and Young Adult Evangelization for the Diocese of Columbus. Thank you, Pat, for joining us. Yeah, thank you for having me. This is great. And until next time, peace and all good. A Diocese of Columbus production in partnership with St. Gabriel Catholic Radio.